for a reason. Like I did have many rejections when I first thought of the idea for the book, but what are the chances that the like I finally get a book deal and I get a team of Latina editors? Like in writing something like this and working with like a team of like old white dudes, like <laughs> like they wouldn't have gotten it. But the fact that I was able to work with Latinas from the editing process you know, the writing process, the editing process, the design, uh, the designer of the book was also Latina. Um, like, and now like my publicist is Latina, the events coordinator is Latina, my creative director for the tours, Latina, like, you know, like they get it. So we're able to make it. Hola, hola everyone. Hi guys. Welcome back. Welcome to Latina Lifestyle Legacy Podcast. What is up? We hope you're having an incredible week. Yeah, it's Monday. Get ready to get started with your week. We have an awesome episode coming to you guys this week. Um, We're going to actually be interviewing an author. So you guys are going to get to learn a little bit more about that later. But before we do that, we're just going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. And then we're going to do what we loved and then our lesson for the week. So Reina, go ahead, introduce yourself, girl. Yes. So what's up, everyone? My name is Reina Marufo, and I help Latina entrepreneurs organize their life and business without feeling super overwhelmed with their to-do list, getting their systems right, organized to help them scale in their business. I love that. My name is Ashley, and I specialize in customizable gourmet treats for any special events or occasions. So if you want to follow my Instagram, it'll be linked in the show notes. So what did you love about your week? Yes, so we're going to share our segment of what we loved and our lesson for the week. And what I loved about my week was that I took my parents out to lunch um, on Saturday. I had been wanting to just like qual- spend quality time with them. Um, I, I always like, I know I mentioned this in my Instagram story that, you know, despite like our relationship, trust me, our relationship has never been perfect sometimes, but, um, you know, I think it's important to just like cherish and all the times we have with them. And I'm so grateful that they're healthy. Like they're not super young and, you know, the years are just going by and like, who knows, you know, and like, I'm just so grateful that like God has given them health as of right now. And, and I'm able to like talk to them and they can listen and, you know, and everything, and they can still give me like advice and it it grounds me being with them. So not only that, but I feel like they still have so much energy. Like every time you post them, I'm like, Oh my God, I love them. Like they're so full of life. Yes. They're like, they are just so blessed and very happy people and and um yeah I mean my mom is such a she's so cute she was just like taking selfies like she's like I <laughs> me gusta como me veo like <laughs> I love her queen she's so yeah like she she's so like caught like she loves herself and she's yeah. confident in herself and I think that's also like that also shows and like my dad like loves that about her too you know yeah. that she's like self-confident and and also, I appreciate that, like, her raising six daughters, like, that's really important, like, to yeah. show oh, yeah. confidence in yourself, and then raising daughters that are also, like, you know, just as confident, yeah. 
yeah so, because you're their example you know like they, that's who your kids see growing up so it's like okay I have to be like kids do what you do not what you say yeah so it's like it's a perfect example for her to just show you guys like and then it's good for you to see like your dad loves her even more for her being that way yes and then that's good because some partners they're just gonna be like you know they discourage you from feeling yourself being confident you know and it's like you want somebody who's gonna empower you and embrace that part of you I love that your mom's always done up and like with her hair her earrings I love it oh yeah she goes all out I'm like damn mom she like that's who I get her from I know she's so funny what about you girl Um, birthday week yeah so what I loved about my week was that I basically just got to have another birthday got to spend another year and just I was really reflecting on like this past year and just like how much I've grown um and yeah just kind of taking the time to like wow I've improved so much not like in my business but also my personal just like my mentality and different things so it was really nice to just be like you know and just be able to like soak in everything that God has done and in that year of life and just like welcoming the new because I know you like you mentioned before like you see your your birthday as your new year so I can how mindset like okay I'm a girl we we I had this mindset like two months ago (laughs) (laughs) um, like to me I see the new year as a new year and it is kind of like near my birthday so I think you know I get where where January 11 so it's like I can see how it's like my birthday the new year and then the actual new year but for you too right um yeah because I'm like it's a new coming of age like I you know and just kind of even like reflecting on the lessons that I've learned like honestly even the last like month of being 22 I just life was coming at me left and right but I said <laughs> you know like these are things you have to learn and it also kind of made me realize like oh my god I'm officially like an adult I have to do these things but it was just kind of nice like okay just seeing like I always have my family support and yeah, just being able to be like with your loved ones and your friends and just like being surrounded by the people who like matter to you, you know, mm-hmm. so it was very nice. So I was like, okay, it's a week about me. The month is really about me, but <laughs> we'll just say the week for now. But yeah, <laughs> what about your lesson? Yes. So for my lesson, I'm going to try not to cry. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I had, I didn't really tell, you know, a lot of people, um, but I had applied for uh, acquisitions internship for this um, real estate investing company. And that is really well known. And I saw the opportunity and um, I basically had to take like all these tests well that they were giving us. And I made it to the sixth round and it, um, I had been waiting on like their response. And unfortunately, I did not get the position. And, you know, it, it's it just it's bittersweet. Like sometimes I it sucks, obviously, like, you you know, you applied for something. I put in a lot of work yeah. into that, those tests and presentations. And, and you went all out, girl. You like poured your heart into it. Yeah, I really did feel like I did. Like there was a moment like. I was crying because I was just like so tired, just so like, uh, like, but I really wanted it, you know, and I remember just telling myself like, this is what it freaking takes, Raina, like, like, it's not easy to do it. Yeah. Um, And so, so yeah. And so it just, I didn't get it, but I'm also a big believer in like things happen for a reason because I've also gotten, like, there's been a lot of things in my life that didn't work out. 
but then long term like then I end up seeing like why and I know I know like this is one of the cases or who knows you know like like just like God has a different plan um for me and but yeah so hopefully I it's just fresh because I got the announcement today so it's you know I'm still like letting myself feel my feelings but Mm -hmm. but just a lesson just to to anyone like put yourself out there like who cares you know like I I like not all the time you're like who knows like there's a there's been a lot of times I do get things and I do get the opportunity and I do get selected um but it's because I I'm not afraid of like this rejection and think about it too like think of all the people who've who got rejected and we're actually going to like you mentioned we're going to talk about um yes it's so so good it all lines up yeah one of the our guest who she um you know she wrote a book and she wanted to find different publishers or different people to work with and several of them rejected her but eventually like she ended up finding like the best you know like a team that aligns with her and and similar to I think of like also like JK Rowling from Harry Potter like her book got rejected like 12 times I think like more than 10 times which Jesus like you know like that's also really discouraging and imagine imagine in like the 10th one she would have given up I know and Harry Potter is a whole freaking amusement park right now like it is oh my god so I just they have their whole section yeah Yeah, the rides are actually pretty cool too (laughs) and that's why I believe in in really um and just not giving up like continue you know it it is it is hard and you need to be your biggest number one supporter out of everybody so yeah so that's my that's my lesson like continue I'm gonna continue putting myself out there like not gonna let this discourage me and yeah I like that but I also like that you're also allowing yourself to like feel what yeah no it definitely you know it it, but I also know like you know what I gave it my all and that's like the best I think it would have sucked if 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 you would have applied and you know like you didn't give it your all and I think that's when you really have more resentment and more like wow like I know I didn't give it my own that presentation I know I could have done this and this and for me I feel like I at least like I left it all on the table or you know all on the field like in soccer when like leave it all on the field and and I I don't like I just feel good you know in that part but of course proud of yourself in that Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's good and you should feel proud of yourself because honestly like especially how they were just throwing into you guys like last minute and it was you know like everything about the way it was set up was just like you did so good with it and like you dedicated so much time to it so be proud that you even like put yourself out there in that way you know yeah but my lesson for the week is to just have a place for everything because I was struggling to look for my tax form finally found it everything was good but I was just like oh my god if I had just put this where all my papers go then this would have been easier but yeah it was just like (laughs) girl just make a place for it that way you know where all your important documents are and then you don't have to look like keep them all in the same place if you know they're all important just keep them in the same place don't keep them scattered because it's going to make more work for you so that's just my little lesson yes, <laughs> <especially> <laughs> <the> <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> just like damn Ashley 
get it together. (laughs) Well, that's a good lesson. I mean, organization and, but even there's like a, like a organ, like people who are like super duper organized and then people who are like messy organized. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah, like to me, I'm like, (laughs) I know that I only put like, you know, my headphones in these, this spot or this spot, like they can't be anywhere else. Um, you know, so sometimes when I lose things, I'm like, they're lost, but I know that they're here. You're like, I know I have it. I just don't know where I have it. (laughs) That's exactly how I felt. I was like, I know it's in this house and I was praying and I was like, ask my brothers, like agree with me in prayer. Um, because I need to find this document. It's very important. And then we ended up finding it. So everything was good. But I was just like, oh my God, drama. I was like, you could have just had it <laughs> set ready for you. And this would have been easier. Mm-hmm. I can't. It was oh, so well, awesome. Well, that is our love, like what we loved about our week and what our, our lesson was for the week. Um, actually, I also did want to make an announcement that I created a form where people can submit anonymous questions or comments that they would like for us to answer or talk about on the episode. And this honestly can be about anything. Like it can be, if you want it to be about business, if you want it to be about like just something that you're going through um, and you just want either to share on the episode or you want like us to comment on it, let us know. We literally like cannot see your name or your email. Like it's just, you know, we just get the, yeah, the question or the comment. So we already tested it out. She had me submit some questions. So yes, don't worry y'all, you won't be exposed. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely um, feel free to do that. I mean, I've been listening to podcasts that do that and it's so cool, you know, because it's awesome. People, damn, like people be sharing a little too much, but I'm like, it's anonymous. I know the tea is real. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just think like, whoa, like people really be hiding these things when they think nobody's listening they be exposing everything (laughs) i know (laughs) so um yeah i will leave the the link um in the show notes and you can like submit whatever you want we'll also announce it on our instagram to do that um that would be super cool so yeah looking forward to that um and so without further ado we're gonna have our next guest please be ready to you know take some notes and get inspired whether you maybe have thought about writing a book a book in your near future I mean it's definitely possible and Ashley which you know is our guest but and our uh, and another Ashley co-host um but Ashley is going to be sharing her her journey so definitely listen up yeah, and here we actually have a, a, a special guest, another special guest um, who is also named Ashley. Um, but please say your your last name because I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. <laughs> it's Stoyano Fujeda, my married name and my maiden name. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, well, thank you so much for being here. Um, we're going to share, you know, a little bit about your journey and your, your literally your story and and of course, highlighting the book that you also came out with recently called um, Hefine Training, the Business Startup Toolkit for Entrepreneurship and Creative Women. So super excited. This is our first time, my first time interviewing um, an author. So you too, yeah. 
Yeah, we and it's it. so awesome because I, when I was younger, I loved writing, and it was always a dream to write books. So it's awesome to like meet somebody who has written a book and just kind of getting to pick at your brain and learn from you. Oh yeah, it's been a journey. Ask away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, you know, kind of intro for those who don't know who you are. Like, tell us a little bit about where you're from um yeah we can start from there sure well thank you so much for having me both of you first of all I'm grateful for the opportunity to share Hifan training with your listeners and to those of you who don't know me my name is Ashley I am also known as the business of the madrina I am a business development coach and strategist for uh, mainly Latina-owned uh, small businesses and the new majority-owned startups. Uh, I work with a lot of product and service-based um, businesses in tech and wellness and beauty and media um, mostly. Um, it's been an exciting journey, um, and I am even more excited that now I have this tool, this resource called Hifa and Training, which is my first book to be able to share with my clients and and future clients and past clients and just the broader um, Latina community because we're actually, I don't know if you know this, but we're actually the fastest growing demographic to be starting businesses. Oh, wow. uh, we're That's starting awesome. businesses faster than anyone right now. Um, and it's so interesting because even though that that's happening, we're unfortunately not getting the funding as quickly as everyone else. Um, mm -hmm. And I hope that with Hifan training, you know, the, the, the book doesn't actually talk about funding because that's a little bit more of like a potentially the next book <laughs> kind mm -hmm. of topic of conversation. Um, but it does cover the building blocks of your business that you will need if you do decide to seek out funding. Yeah. Okay. Um, it covers everything else. And I hope that with this resource, you can build your foundation and get it to a point where maybe you won't even need outside funding or to a point where you will feel confident seeking it out because you can prove demand at this point. Um, and yeah, that's a little bit about me professionally, personally, um, I live in Portland, Oregon. I'm originally from New York city. I grew up in Queens. My mom is Mexicana de Morelia, Michoacan. My dad is New Yorker from, uh, grandparents from France. Um, I played music my whole life. Uh, I sing and I write songs. It's actually how I started. I see your piano. Yes. your <laughs> <laughs> um and I live with my husband um we are reunited high school sweethearts and we have a Chewini who's named Henry who you might um, hear at some point during the podcast and he hates everyone his Instagram is Henry hates everybody <laughs> oh my god I love it's, it's a it's a dog right you yeah I love when like people have a wine wine like Instagram so yeah. that is amazing <laughs> Yes, and that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, well, so many. I know you mentioned. Okay, well, I ha yeah, we have so many questions, but okay, I actually you can. <laughs> oh yeah, like I, I think that's awesome because um, I like that you also sing and write because it's kind of like other creative outlets that you like. It just kind of shows like you're kind of created over like a well-rounded, you know. Um, but what inspired you to write a book? And was there an event that happened? that kind of made you decide like, okay, I need to write this book. Yes. Well, um, it's funny that you mentioned the 
the music part because that is actually how I started everything. Um, my my path started with music, but continued on to be a lot of other things. But it's all connected at the end yeah. of the day. Um, so I started out as a singer songwriter. I was in a series of bands throughout college, um, but in college I actually studied media communications because I thought, well, if I want to be famous, I should probably learn how to make myself famous because mm-hmm. no one's going to do that for me. That was my thought process. So I started in music PR actually. Mm-hmm. Um, college happened, life happened. I moved to Portland, Oregon to kind of find myself after college. I ended up starting my first venture, which was my nonprofit organization, Women Crush Music, um, which was an organization that helped create opportunities for women songwriters through showcases, Mm. networking events, and workshops. Um, And I started it here in Portland. And a year into the organization's uh, founding, we were in 16 international cities with a team of oh, wow. 50 volunteers yeah. and a community of 10,000 people. Oh my so God. That's so amazing. awesome. It sounds amazing, but it's actually quite terrifying because wow. when something grows that quickly mm-hmm. and you did not go to business school, you had no mm-hmm. idea how to actually create a foundation for something and you just go and you go and you go and you go and go to you literally cannot anymore I hit between year two and year three um I hit a wall because we were growing and growing and at that point I could no longer support our growth because we did not have that solid foundation that we needed to be able to grow Um, There was no financial plan. There was no strategic plan. There was nothing. The only thing I knew how to do at that point was do PR and do Mm -hmm. marketing because that was my background. You know, I went to PR, I went into community marketing and, and, you know, I didn't really know how to do anything aside from that. So that's when I kind of had to sit down and learn and pivot and learn about everything else. And I took um, jobs at tech startups and um, corporate to like, learn a little bit more about how to do biz dev and you know partnerships and community experience and and to learn all those things that I was missing that I could implement to improve the organization and at some point in that period of time I said man it would be really nice to have had a book to explain all of these things to me when I was first starting out. And of course, like I read all of the like girl boss, girl code, Mm -hmm. whatever business books that were targeted towards us at that time. Um, But it was really hard for me to connect with those authors. You know, Mm -hmm. most of those books are written by rich white people. What do I have in common with them? Eh, Not much, (laughs) Mm -hmm. not much, I'll be honest. And so it was kind of a thought in my head and I started looking into like how to submit a book proposal, like how to publish a book, all this stuff. And I started kind of writing a little bit here and there and I started submitting to agents and cause that's what I thought you had to do. And I got a lot of rejections. Um, and then I tabled it for a while, like, you know, mm-hmm. life happened, COVID happened more moves across the country happened and I kind of I didn't forget about it I just kind of like left it on the back burner and then in 2020 I started working with the Mujerista 
Um, and we co-created the Mujerista Network, which is the online community portion to the Mujerista publication, mm-hmm. um, which is dedicated to you know creating opportunities and amplifying the voices of Latinas. And it was an amazing experience because I was able to provide hundreds of Latinas with the resources that they were looking for to build their businesses and grow their personal, you know, personal growth development and stuff like that. And we were putting events on and I was learning more and more about what our community needed. And I realized that I was not the only one who felt like we needed something like HIFAN training. Um, a few months later, I, w- I accidentally met my editor <laughs> um, while doing something for the Mujerista and we just connected and she was like, hey, I really like your energy. You know, are you working on a book? And I was just like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> let me just go. up when you need it to. I think once you define your personal why and you put that out into the universe and you just talk about it constantly, that's when the opportunities will will come. Because when I had first started thinking about writing this book, I did not, I wasn't ready to write it. Like Mm -hmm. I had the idea, but I was not ready to write it. And I think at this point in time, when I met this editor and she gave me this opportunity to submit a proposal for her, like I... I was ready at that point. I, love I didn't that. feel like it all the time, but yeah. <laughs> I was ready at that point. And that's basically how the book was born. I took my experiences and the needs that I saw my, the clients that I coach um, that they had and kind of just put it into this book. And of course, you know, I'm not an expert in everything, right. Which is why I called upon some industry colleagues, which is why Reina got involved. Yeah. Um, so awesome. Know? And so I, I, it was really important for me to include other voices in the book because I didn't want anyone to feel like, Oh, Ashley wrote a business book. And that's the only way she thinks it's okay to grow your business. Like, yeah bullshit sorry can I curse on this yeah you're good Go ahead. <laughs> like that's not it at all like yeah it's, it's a guide it's a toolkit and I'm just sharing what's worked for myself and for my clients and my collaborators are sharing their experiences and what's worked with their clients and their businesses mm-hmm. and that's it that's all we can do and people can you know I, I keep saying that it's a toolkit and it's been very written in the way where people can take parts that they need and leave the rest if they don't vibe with it or they feel like they're already past that moment like I do think that there's this book can be for new entrepreneurs but also for people who have been in business for a while because everyone needs a reminder of some things Mm -hmm. no it is yeah um like uh we had the virtual launch party for the event a few days ago uh, last week and Vanessa Santos the new co-CEO of We All Grow spoke and she said she's a three-time founder entrepreneur and she's helped coach probably hundreds or thousands of Latinas at this point with their businesses and she was like I was taking notes while reading Kifan training oh wow and I was just like I don't think it's because I'm like any kind of like genius or anything like that, but I do think it's because every when we're in our business, 
we're just go, 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 go all the time. And we need that reminder, like, oh, like, you know, I'm having trouble selling. Like, let me just do this business framework that's in HIFA and training and do the exercises again and read what she says about this, this, and this. And then you do the exercises, you close the book back up and you go back on your way. Yeah. It's been it's been written in a way where you can do that. Just, oh, you need help with ads? You want to learn how to do ads? Okay, like, let me just flip to the page that, that Reina's on and, and read what yeah. she says about it and then just, you know, leave it. Yeah, it really is um different in that way in that you you have each chapter is you and I want to actually go into that like what made you choose the different people and because I mean there's you know you I'm sure we all follow like so many Latinas but I'm sure you had like different categories that you wanted to talk about and then Mm -hmm. how did you decide on those categories and then how did you decide on the people that you wanted to to be part of this book Well, the first thing I did in the writing process was outline the chapters, because if you are interested in writing the book, part of the proposal is you need to have your chapters like really fleshed out. Okay. Okay. Um, So take note of that, because the first time I submitted my proposal, I did not do that the correct way. So (laughs) so you have to have your chapters really lined out. So within my proposal, I actually had ideas of who I would want in each chapter to help me because I knew like know your strengths and like know what you don't know about right like don't try to pretend that you know about everything (laughs) Um, and I think that's what makes it even better because you knew like okay in this area this is a person who can best support you and give you knowledge exactly and there's so much power in that exactly like I'm not gonna go and try to learn Reina's like five or 10 plus years of experience with ads in two months that I'm writing the book like it just doesn't make sense (laughs) you know like why not support another Latina and and, you know give her the credit and exposure and have her share her knowledge in in a way that that I wouldn't be able to to help the readers of this book and so um, that's basically what my approach was in each chapter I had my list of like experts um, that I had found through research through you know just coming across their work um, and that that's really how I went about it. So who is your main target audience for this book? I would say um, the main target audience are Latinas who want to start a business or who have already started a business. And I think this is actually very fitting for kind of like where I'm in in my life. So I also have a I do a treats business where I make like customizable treats. But I kind of felt how you were saying earlier, like after a certain point you kind of reach your like limit and then I'm like this is like I feel I'm at the point where like okay I've um, like perfected my craft but now I'm like on the business side that's where I lack more knowledge and I'm like oh this is where I need to educate my like I have that down but like this is where I need to educate myself because this is where I'm not it's not my strength so let me like learn about it so I'm more comfortable with it so that's kind of funny that this all aligned because I'm like okay now I'm excited to like read the book and dive into that because I feel like it's perfect for what I was looking for you know yeah good I'm so glad I hope I mean I you're not the only one that has said that I think that it's resonating for a lot of people right now even people who 
you know, who have been in business for years, like I said. Um, and I think uh, something else that was said at the virtual launch party, um, I don't know if you both follow Beatriz Acevedo. Um, she was the founder of Me Too and yeah. um, We Are Suma. Um, but, you know, she is another one, a powerhouse, been in business for like 20 plus years, invest in business, things like that. And she said at the launch party, like, what she loves most about the book was that aside from it, you know, having all of the correct tools and the foundation building elements, it also just makes you feel like you, you are meant to do what you're doing right now and that you belong. Like one of the first, the first line of the book is welcome to your roadmap to entrepreneurship. It's a magical place to be and you belong here. Mm-hmm. And Beatriz said that when she read that line, she started to cry. Because I'm about to cry, girl. <laughs> as as Latinas and, you know, any other underrepresented entrepreneur that might be listening, like we often feel like a little bit of the imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. right? Like we don't know if we should be doing this because we don't see a lot of people like us doing mm-hmm. it or nothing like this has been done before. Um. And to hear that you belong and the way that I wrote the book was to in Spanglish because I felt like I could connect on a different level like that because it's just that's the way that I talk and that's the way I talk to my Latina clients and my Latina friends and you know yeah like (laughs) that's it so um, I think just having that added element of it being in culture which is what people have been saying um also has really helped people feel that connection to the book yeah definitely and and just the fact that it's written by I mean women and then Latina women it's like this is very rare like there you know there's probably I don't not many Latina authors out there um and when you're hearing these it can feel like a more attainable you know like and this, this person's like for coming from the same background and they're at that's you know they did it too mm-hmm. yeah and it especially like when you feel when they kind of I'm sure like in the book you also share the parts where you didn't feel your like most mm-hmm. confidence and it's like okay I'm in this position but look at where they are now like I can also be there so it just like inspires you to a different level especially when it's multiple women you know Mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me of like when you go to like a conference with like women and different women get to share but like it's all in a book you know so it's like (laughs) it's perfect yeah um and what do you feel makes your book your book unique and different um I mean aside from everything that's already been mentioned um I think uh, the workbook aspect to it. Um, you know, like it's, it's a workbook. So I did that also very intentionally because I wanted to find a way to engage with Mm -hmm. people while they're reading. And also like what better way to process your learnings than to like actually be writing in the book while you're learning Mm -hmm. it. So like every chapter has a worksheet and you're essentially building your business plan as you're going through the book. So by the final chapter, like you have a business plan, which is, something that I wish that I had done very, very early on, you know? Um, so you're really setting yourself up for success in that way. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think the workbook part of it, um, definitely. Yes. And that, that I feel like your creativity side and everything, like also you put it in there. 
Um, so that's awesome. (laughs) I mean, you know, I just, I love journaling and like writing and things like I'm a very old school kind of learner. Mm -hmm. Like I do use my Google calendar, but like, if it doesn't go in my passion planner, like written down, it's not happening, you know? So like it, it just, I, whenever I was in school, like I had to be writing everything down or else Mm -hmm. it wouldn't download in here. you know so for me like I just kind of used myself and my clients as like test readers Mm -hmm. Um, and even during the writing process if I felt like something was kind of complicated or I wasn't really sure about how to phrase certain things I would send excerpts to my clients and be like hey like I know you asked me for help with this this and this like can you read this part of the book and see if it makes sense to you (laughs) and they'd be like yes or no oh you should add a writing thing in here so like my clients were kind of like my test group during the writing process yeah um you should always have a test group yeah always have a beta group I write about that in the book. It's like chapter 11 or something like that. (laughs) No, and that's also good because that's basically who you want your book to be for. So it's like, who better than your clients to tell you like, okay, this is what we need. And this is what we're looking for in this book. And what do you think was like the hardest part about writing the book? Like, did you experience any writer's block? And if you did, was there like certain people that you looked up to or like, anything like that um the writing part actually wasn't hard it was the structuring part that got me stuck like I would write like two pages like especially the first couple of times that I like sat down to write um I would write like two pages and then spend like 20 minutes staring at it and be like should this paragraph go here should this be in a new chapter? Like yeah. it, was, it was a hot mess. And that was because I was trying to write the chapters in order, which I don't know if anyone actually does when they're writing a book. Uh, I haven't actually asked any authors. I intend to that when I speak with them, but like I tried to write everything in order. And, and some days it just, I didn't want to write about sales strategy or I didn't want to write yeah. about social media marketing or whatever, you know? So at that point, I was just like, this is going to be impossible. I'm never going to finish. So I was just like, all right, first I'm going to work on this. And then I kind of just like kind of went with my gut to like whatever I was feeling that day. That's what I was going to work on. But I just needed to work on it on a consistent basis so that I wouldn't get stuck. And I also needed to get over the whole structural part of it. And it really helped to have like my editors support because once I was done with like the first few chapters I sent it over to them and I was like hey like does this structure make sense like you know especially since we have all these like little um like every chapter is structured the same if you have the book you'll see like there's like the explanation there's the para mas inspiracion section which is like where I have the collaborator portions and then there's like the key takeaways and then there's the worksheet like every chapter is like that um so once we got that structure down it was so much easier for me to be like okay I see yeah this is it (laughs) yeah this is it and I think I just needed someone to tell me that um early on in the writing process so that I could continue yeah and how was your your days like like would you I know you said you kind of started it you put it away for a while but then after I'm sure you have like deadlines and stuff or Would you like take a day, like an hour every day to do it? Or how was Um, that? Honestly, it really depended. I mean, so like 
I was also working, you know, with all of my clients, with my nonprofit, like I was yeah, living your life <laughs> 40 to 50 hours a week and writing a book. Wow. You know? So like, but, mm. but to another recommendation, don't do that. If you cannot do that, don't do mm. that because after everything was done, I went through extreme burnout, like around November, I was like done with everything. Yeah. It was like nobody talked to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't recommend doing that. Yeah. But, um, you know, it really depended on like my schedule for that day. Sometimes I would write like at night. Sometimes I would wake up really early in the morning to write. All of my weekends were spent at a coffee shop, just like just mm. writing, you know, I also noticed that um, because my desk was where I worked, it was very hard for me to tap into my writing creative self mm-hmm. at my desk. So most of my writing was done like outside or at a coffee shop or just somewhere that wasn't my house yeah. because I couldn't, I couldn't get out of work mode. Yeah. I like had to step into writers. Mode. And that's so true, especially like when you work from home, like, it's hard to have that separate, especially when it's like on the same area or mm-hmm. you're just like, I can't, or you can't fully relax or get into that state of mind. Like, okay, I'm going to be focusing on this or something. Yeah. But it also like, sometimes things would happen throughout the day, right? Be that like my client was going through something or I had a conversation with someone and I'm like, oh, I should write mm-hmm. that down. That would be good content for the book. Mm-hmm you know yeah so at that point I had to like in between calls like in the 10 minutes that I'm like I had, on my notes like, just like gotta go write this down <laughs> yeah I probably have like all these notes like a random like inspiration because sometimes I'm like literally in my car like and I feel all this inspiration and I'm like I need to and so I would just do like a voice memo or voice something notes. yeah, the yeah. Voice memos. I remember, I'm like Rita don't forget about that <laughs> I remember one day having a conversation with one of my clients um and like I said something I was like oh I gotta hang on to that and I was literally like I was going to meet my my family for dinner I was walking into the bathroom like doing my voice memo like so that I wouldn't forget the conversation that we had and my parents were like what are you doing and I'm like don't worry about it I'm just like I need to remember leave me alone <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's important just know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And um, what did you feel is important? Like, why do you feel this? It was important to really write this book and share it to the world. I mean, are, we need we need it. Um, we need it. That that's basically it. And if I had any doubts about that, like mm. the book's been out for two weeks and I can tell you I'm not the only one that feels this way now Mm. like just from everything that I've been hearing about people who got to read the book earlier on or the people who are just starting to get their books now like how excited Mm. people are to have something like this yeah um and the support we've been getting from like established entrepreneurs and you Mm -hmm. know the all the Latina-owned bookstores are probably carrying Tiffin Dream. That's what I love about it is that it really unites everyone. And sometimes I'm a big believer too, like you don't need to know everything like in all your, like 
but you you I'm sure you know the different people that you have in the book like they're the experts either you can learn about it or you can hire them or you you know what I mean like and um and it just brings like the community together so that's also one of my favorite parts about it is it's despite you know you could have written the book by yourself and it would have been amazing but it also is amazing that you brought all these incredible women together and and it yeah so it just like is an, an added it's bonus because it's from the beginning like I I knew it was something that was bigger than me mm-hmm. you know like in at some point during the book I talk about how like yes like writing a book was always on my bucket list but this book was not one of those things that I'm just like oh okay wrote a book check it off yeah. you know like it's it's much more than that it's much much more than that it's it's yes like creating community like within the book and with the readers of the book and you know that kind of thing but it's also like seeing what's possible with our yeah like once they have these resources in their hands like like they can create something that's going to change their whole generation their whole family like that it's gonna give them the confidence because so many people I work with also like my clients who I help them specifically like organize their life and their business with like, it's more project management based, but a lot of the times, and it's more for people who already have a business like idea and and it's just more getting the structures, the systems in place. Um, But there are sometimes people who come to me and they're just like, like they have an idea, but it's not yet like a hundred percent clear. And um I I mean I'm not I don't think I'm like the best at, at like guiding them because I'm like I can ask them questions but I think um you really like to me I'm like you really have to know you right or feel it or feel confident but it takes time to get there and so I think this this workbook can really ha- like step by step at least get their thoughts out there and have a clear plan yeah for sure it's definitely a roadmap and it is essentially like what I do in my coaching but in yeah. A book. yeah um and that and like the way that it was written too, like the tone like I didn't want it to sound like a boring textbook you know the yeah the written the way that I talk to my clients the way I'm talking to you right now um and that was super important and I'm I'm just so thankful that I found the right publisher and the right editors who who were on board with me <clears throat> writing the book that way. Um, and like supported you yeah. through it. Yeah. And it also like things happen for a reason. Like I did have many rejections when I first thought of the idea for the book, but what are the chances that the like I finally get a book deal and I get a team of Latina editors. Like, That's what are the awesome. odds? Yeah. You know, like, wow. Could you imagine writing something like this and working with like a team of like old white dudes? Like, <laughs> like they wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. Know? But the fact that I was able to work with Latinas from the editing process, you know, the writing process, the editing process, the design. Uh, the designer of the book was also Latina. Um, like, and now like my publicist is Latina, the events coordinator is Latina, my creative director for the tours, Latina, like, you know, like they get it. 
so we're able to make even more of an impact yeah everyone gets it Mm -hmm. and you're like also empowering other latina women like not just through the book but like just being able to connect with them and work with them it's like that really shows what you're talking about in the in the book but like in real life you know and like you guys get to apply that that's awesome I love that like imagine I don't know like I think everything happens for a reason so maybe it had to be put to the side that way like those women could be put in those positions that way they were ready to receive you you know mm-hmm. for sure awesome so um share with us like the process of writing the book and then connecting with Eva Longoria and finding basically the right people like you just did? Um, Well, you know, there's the actual writing process, right? Which started in depth once I got my book deal. Um, But really the the whole book process um, started like two years before that because what I what I'm saying now is like, when you decide to become an author and write a book, you are starting a new business. Yeah. (laughs) So much like when you start a business, you have to do market research, which I talk about in the book extensively, build your network, you know, learn about what's out there, learn about who's out there and take notes on all that. Um, And one of the big things um okay I think you've just convinced me to like do like a book course or something like that because yes. I realized that I've I have learned so much throughout this whole yeah, experience. Yeah. one of the big things is endorsements for your book are very very important mm-hmm. not only because it looks cool to have an Eva Longoria quote on the cover but that's also those endorsements like they they show these endorsements to the book buyers at stores, like the sales agents who buy for like Barnes and Noble, Target, blah, 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 XYZ bookstores. And they show this to them with like a couple of sample chapters. And then the booksellers have to be like, yes, we want this book for the store or we don't want the book and we want this many copies and XYZ. So it sells your book before the book is even out. Mm-hmm. Um, before you're even done writing it (laughs) yeah um and so the moment I knew that I was going to be submitting a book proposal I had to make a list of the people that I thought that I would get to endorse the book Mm -hmm. not just collaborate with me in the book but also endorse the book Mm -hmm. and that's really when I had to like take a look at my network and be like okay (laughs) who do I know that has enough influence to be able to help me sell some copies (laughs) I don't know Eva Longoria, but if I can leave anyone with any kind of like life tip um, when you're starting your business, align yourself with reputable partners. Partnerships can take you very, very far. The only reason that I am where I'm at today is because I started working with the Mujerista and the Mujerista is a sought-after brand. And because I have the Mujerista name in my network, on my resume, I actively work with them. I was not only able to tap into my network, but also the network of the Mujerista. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all of the Latinas who I've connected with 
were because of that partner, because of that client that I have. Eva Longoria follows them for these stuff. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when I was writing the book and I talked to Mari, the founder of the Mujerista, about how are we going to get this book out there? Um, she was like, all right, like, let's think, like, who follows us? You know, like, who can we leverage? And she goes, Eva Longoria follows us. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Let's shoot our shot. So we did. And that's it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But like, I mean, we shot and we made it. <laughs> yeah, so, that's amazing. I mean that that really like the endorsements were just the beginning of me feeling like okay, people need this. Mm-hmm. Like you know these celebrities, these investors, these like you know people who have been in business for a long time acknowledge the need for this book, mm-hmm. and they read it, and they think the content is good. I think I'm doing an okay job. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Eva Longoria. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it kind of like gives you some like, you're like, okay, I'm heading in the right direction. Like this is what it's supposed to be. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, that's so, that is, yeah, that's, I mean, cause people, sometimes we think like it's never possible or we think like connecting with those celebrities or, you know, yeah. big influencers it's not possible but it totally is especially now it's social media and like we need to take advantage of that like opportunity and and genuinely connect with them and like offer them value too not just you know like take 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 but yeah, um and you've put in the work like you said like you put in your time like you build your own credibility your own loyalty so I think that's powerful yeah I I think that you know <clears throat> starting to build genuine relationships is the key and planting yeah. seeds planting as many yeah. seeds as possible it takes time but which is why like I always tell people that the sooner the better and mm-hmm. you know because um then in these type of opportunities it really comes through so yeah, yeah. and what do you feel like what do you want people to take away from this book um if not anything else the inspiration to see to see things through and to see what's possible like if you don't like my writing style okay (laughs) yeah you don't want to do the worksheets okay but like look at what's in front of you at least 10 stories of latinas who are making it with their business do you see that you see that these people are like you mm-hmm. like okay adelante go like go start your business because you're seeing that other people like you are doing it yeah. <laughs> you know like if if not anything else like please like leave with that and 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 know that that if you see a need for something like chances are you're not the only one to see that need you just and have to be brave you- enough to say it yeah and then if you do end up needing a little extra help read the book and your business ada madrina is here (laughs) yes yes oh my gosh i love it and and i hope you do i mean that would be an awesome course i haven't seen that of how to write your own book i would take it because (laughs) i've actually have looked it up and i saw it from like you know but i mean if it was from a latina like i would have totally i would totally do it because 
So I'm just saying another business, but definitely rest. <laughs> yes. We're no, like, we energized. <laughs> I got my first Amazon review today. And the last thing in the review was like, please write another one. And I'm over here like, oh, uh, God. You're like, can you just enjoy? <laughs> you're like, like, reread. Make sure you did the worksheets. Right. Well, I'm like, I, yeah, I'm I actually just heard um I went to a conference and I heard John Maxwell like speak and who but he you know he he's like really big on leadership and he's written like 86 books in his whole life and I'm just like how and I I did ask him I'm like how do you stay so consistent and right he just writes like every single day he says like he's like I just write <laughs> I'm like at that point I'm well, sure <laughs> I mean, so like, girl I, like I have no doubt that there are more books in my future um mm-hmm. I don't like I also am trying to be this is like a personal goal like I'm trying to be more present um, yeah like I am such a go 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 kind of person and I've always been that way that like I wrote a book and I need time yeah. to process that and like celebrate that yeah be proud of yourself yeah and and do I have like five other ideas for like the next book oh my god yes obviously like do I have eight million other ideas on like what else to do aside from writing books like yeah a hundred percent do I want to think about those right now not really yeah like of course there's like you know things I think about every day and like putting them in my notes and my phone and my planner, but they are going to have to wait at least another month. (laughs) And I think that's so important to realize like, okay, I need a break. I need to like recharge my battery and then putting everything else to the side. Like I come first. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like that's the, I did an IG live today with um, Kat Lantigua um, who contributed the burnout tips to the book and manifest house angelie from manifest house um she has a well-being uh, wellness community for for women um called manifest house and in the ig live we talked about like exactly that right like the many many times that i've burned myself out and cat burned herself out and angelie has burned herself out and I've started to say no to opportunities or like a let's wait until May because I have already booked out two weeks in my calendar of like nothing. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm Mm -hmm. definitely taking a vacation. Yeah. Because after like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of promo and like consistent talking about myself. Like uh, the last thing I want to do any longer is talk, and I just want to probably go to Mexico, see my family, which I haven't seen since before COVID, and just like eat and rest (laughs) and chill. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I do have one last question. I just want to know, um, like if you have siblings, but and what, like which sibling are you? Are you like the oldest, middle, younger? It's just oh, no one's asked me before. I'm the oldest. Okay. I'm the oldest. I have a brother. He's almost three years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny because I don't know if you've like I know you've kind of done some research on like the how the demographic for Latina women is rising and like mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, but 
like I find that for example for my family all a lot of the women who just happen to be like my mom's also the firstborn I'm the firstborn but we have that like drive in us to like do but I know Raina's the youngest so that it's kind of you know it's like I, I throw it all <laughs> you know but but it's it, to me I'm just I think it's so sick <laughs> and I'm like yeah, yeah. Well. but I just I was curious I was like maybe she's the oldest because sometimes like I feel like the oldest just because we have a little bit more responsibility it's already naturally in us so it kind of flows a little bit easier well, for us my mom instilled just kind of leadership in me from like a very 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 young yeah. age like literally every time I would leave the house for as long as I remember she'd be like tienes que ser líder and I'm like <laughs> I'm wow. like yeah 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 mom okay whatever but like you know yeah. she would say this to me in high school like before awesome. I went out to like parties and stuff because like oh don't be a follower yeah because she like didn't want me doing drugs <laughs> and whatever yeah. <laughs> and like back then I like didn't really understand or appreciate that about her and like you know she really did try her best to prepare me for mm-hmm. the real world by instilling these leadership um expectations yeah. <laughs> um which seemed hard uh, like when you're a teenager but I'm 30 and I'm just like thank you mom like <laughs> thank yeah, you and in a sense she like prophesied over you like you're now leading so many yeah. women you know like on the right path to like where they need to be yeah and it's just it's so it's so crazy that like I I see now like the effects of like how she raised me and how I was young this is like should be a part two episode but (laughs) honestly this might be my next book um but like how how she raised me and how I used to think that it was like so harsh and so strict, yeah. but now I'm just like, gracias, adios, because, <laughs> because seriously, like, I know I would have been up to some shady shit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we all kind of get to that point in your adulthood where you're just like, you know what? I didn't understand this when I was younger, but now I get it. Like something clicks or you have an experience and you're like, this is why. Mm-hmm. And it, it always happens. I think she was just preparing me for a world that clearly was not made for women, especially yeah. for women. And mm. that was very, very smart on her part. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to your mom. What's your name? Laura. Laura. <laughs> Shout out, Laura. Actually, I quote her on one of the last pages of the book because aside from telling me that I always have to be a leader, she would always go, si se puede. Yeah. So anyway, that, that's like the, one of the final lines of the book. I see, see yes. and we'll we will leave with that with quotes. yes, yes. See, see <laughs> everyone yes thank you so much ashley for your time and your your energy and just sharing your knowledge i mean you're so knowledgeable and and the fact that like so everybody go support her and and buy the book and you know, book. i'm gonna go i'm probably the extra copy that rena bought i'm gonna go buy that one <laughs> off her <laughs> do it and now um, I mean I don't know when this episode will come out but now there's a a bundle a candle and book bundle um, in collaboration with my client who is featured in the book Bonita Fierce Candles Mm -hmm. Um, she made a Jefan training candle it's amazing Um, Reina you're already getting one but Ashley if you want one you're gonna have to order one (laughs) I will I love Um, candles it's, it's amazing like I want I want the book to be like 
part of your like personal development and self-care practice as well so like light your little candle it's Mm -hmm. grapefruit mimosa inspired um so it's like refreshing and like yeah like a sunday morning like a brunch vibe okay exactly so start your sunday mornings off with your candle and pip on training and you're good (laughs) i love that